Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Just painful last night to watch. Painful. Well, congrats to the Denver Broncos. You've now won three in a row. But for my Buffalo Bills, that was just disgusting. Have a chance to win the game despite playing an awful, awful contest. And you got 12 men on the field when you get a gift from the football gods that Will Lutz, the Denver kicker, Perloff, missed a 41-yarder into some swirling winds in the Buffalo night. And because you had 12 men on the field, and that's just that was just the last gaffe. Like, there were so many throughout yeah. the game. But that's the last one. That's what's going to live on is that Buffalo couldn't get out of their own way when Denver was trying to hand them a win. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Even John Sterling took one on the chin. It last was night. another creative way to lose for, I'm sorry, a franchise that has had many, many creative ways to lose in the past. Yep. I don't know if this even makes the lore of the Bills because they're obviously such famous meltdowns. And I'm not I'm not trolling you here. I'm just saying. You are, but it's, it's also a little facts. Bit, it's a little no. bit like Cleveland in the 80s. When they lose, they don't lose normally. They find a way to lose in exceptional yeah, ways. Spectacularly, yes. Yeah, I don't know if last night qualified. Are you going to remember this loss particularly? Well, considering I'm wearing one of my Bills t-shirts with a big red X through it, I think I will remember this one, and here's why. Because mm. this is likely the moment when they lost any shot at the playoffs. Because you can't lose to the Patriots and lose to the Jets and lose to the Denver Broncos and then think you're going to what? Go on some kind of run against the Eagles and the Chiefs? Like, that's not that's not logical. Now, Gosh. maybe they can, but, like, what gives you any hope that they'd be able to beat really good teams when they can't beat mediocre and bad teams? How did they lose to the Patriots? I, <laughs> you know, that's that something one. we talked about after they lost to the Patriots. How do you lose that game? You lose it because of mistakes okay, and if, turnovers. If they do beat the Jets, and if they can't beat the Jets, forget it. They, they already they lost to the Jets. I know, once. but if they get swept by the this Jets team, then forget it. They don't deserve it. But they'd be 6-5. and five, Then they go to Philly and bye week to Kansas City. But 6-5, and five, you're not out. That's a that's a record you can do some things with. Does this does it look like they're a team that is ready to win? Does this look like anywhere yeah. close to the team that took the field in the divisional round in Kansas City two years ago? The thirteen seconds game. Does this team look anything Honestly, like that team? I I, I think I saw I saw last night they were by far the superior team. Well, and it's really just, superior teams win just, that game. I don't know. I just think it was a fluky series of fumbles. Although the the turnovers are the problem. The two fumbles and the two picks, really the the fumbles. I, I just think last night the better team lost. Is that fair to say at least? Well, I I think so. I, I You know, the two fumbles, one was a James Cook fumble, first play of the game, and 
He ends up getting benched for three series. And the they got a field fumble, goal out of it. It didn't yeah, really kill them. It wasn't crazy. And then the second fumble was in the second half where Josh yeah. Allen and James Cook basically just missed each other on a handoff. Like, yeah. I don't even know whose fault it is. All I know is ugly. And then one interception was not Josh Allen's fault because Gabe Davis couldn't catch the ball. It was a laser, but he couldn't catch it and went right through his hands. And sec- the second interception was definitely his fault where he's trying to basically yep. get, ever- get you know, you're trailing in the game. You're trying to get everything back on one play. And he throws a bad pick on the sideline right before the end of the half. And the Broncos turn that into a field goal. So I did see a staff from Pro Football Focus, which I know you're not going to believe in this case. But Josh Allen's 15th in the league in turnover-worthy plays. And he's first in the league in interceptions. So Pro Football Focus says there's a flukiness to that. I think part of the problem is he does throw fastballs. Nobody wants to catch a fastball. And you could see that last night. It was kind of a cold night. He doesn't quite know how to take the mustard off some of those passes, which you see a lot of quarterbacks do. Oh, definitely. He's got no touch. Like yeah, yeah. very You've little. actually said that for years, yes. that that's his problem. One speed. He's <laughs> a closer all the time. Just throw in 101. Which would give you highlight plays like we saw a couple of those last night. But it really does hurt in today's NFL not to have a short passing game. Yeah, I mean, there are times, I guess, when he can throw a touch. But it's just, it's if it's anything over 10 yards, it's coming in 100 miles an hour. And listen, that's part of playing in cold weather a little bit because you've got to be able to fight through wind yeah. and bad conditions, and you've got to have a laser arm. But it does become like these are not great catchable balls. This is why, I mean, Gabe Davis should have had that. But this is why you know the Stefan yeah. Diggs trade many years ago yeah. was so important because he's a bad ball catcher. And that's yeah. good because Allen's always a little maybe behind, maybe a little low, maybe a little this, a little that. And you need receivers who can, who can adjust. Yeah, I mean... Diggs had one play last night. I know you said his back was hurt. Yeah, he caught, caught a ball and shrugged off the defender like like it was my daughter, do- my little baby daughter <laughs> trying to tackle me. He's yeah. so good, but he couldn't really get going last night. Then his brother called for him to leave town. Yeah, thanks. Where's that? Where's that relationship going? Is it flawed right now? Because it seems like since the beginning of the year they've gotten along at least on the surface. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Like I think Diggs gets unfairly kind of. Listen, whatever happened in training camp where I thought Sean McDermott did not handle that well because who gets up in front of the media and says, my best wide receiver's not here, and yes, I'm concerned about it, and then he shows up like two hours later, and they're like, "Uh," they had no answers. Like It never looks like anyone's on the same page. You had a team reporter gets caught on a hot mic, basically, you know, kind of disparaging Stephon Diggs, and instead of everyone just shrugging it off, he goes on this Twitter rant about not feeling respected. I, I have no idea what's going on, but I also know I can't pin it on Stefan Diggs. He is shown up in every game. Like, you can not like the antics, sideline, whatever. That's on the coaches to get a hold of that, number one. And two, he, there's never been a Bills mm. game where he is not given 100% effort, ever. Yeah, that's totally fair. Here's a question yeah. that EJ had that I thought was interesting. Is Josh Allen an elite quarterback? Oh, yeah. I say yes, but you obviously have to put the caveat of the turnovers. EJ, you do not think he's elite anymore? No, because I think, to me, when I think about elite, you got to be top five. So if we're ranking the quarterbacks, I'm going Mahomes, I'm going Burrow, I'm going Hurts, I'm going Lamar Jackson. And then there are these younger guys who aren't turning all over, who are playing good football that I do think should be in the conversation ahead of Josh Allen. I'm talking about Jared Goff. Talking about Tua Tonga Bailoa. Like, I think when you talk about elite quarterback play, I don't know what you could see from Josh Allen this season that you could say is elite. I mean, I guess he throws the ball really hard and he has a cannon arm. He could run over some people, but that's not winning you football games when you play so sloppy. And I, I just think at this point, 
I don't know how you can put him in that elite class. He's well, not okay. Been but the here's Super the thing. Bowl. Here's the yes, they have not won. All of that stuff yeah. is fair. He is also, if you talk to any fellow quarterback, he makes plays that guys can't make, and sometimes he makes plays that guys don't attempt. Now that is a, maybe a right. different story, right? Maybe there's a reason guys don't attempt those kind of throws because they're risky. But I, I still think he's he is mm. definitely elite. And the thing is about a top five only being five like elite quarterbacks, in this day and age in 2023 where you need a great quarterback to win, everyone knows it. The guys are as polished as ever coming out of college. Yeah. I don't think just being top five means you're elite. I think there are top eight, nine quarterbacks who are considered elite, at least eight. But I think at this point, I, I, I do want to cut that list a lot shorter because playing quarterback in the NFL to steal from Trent Dilfer, and I know he got a lot of heat for it, is never been easier to play quarterback in the NFL yep. than it is today. Sure. So I think when we expand to say, well, there's eight or nine guys who are elite, well, it's easy to play football today. So if we're really talking about who are the top dogs, I think you do got to cut that list a lot shorter. And when we talk about the players that are playing the best, I didn't mention Dak Prescott. I didn't mention Brock Purdy, um, who still is having a really good season. So you, But you wouldn't take any of those quarterbacks over Josh Allen. And what what is the big difference between Goff and Tua and Josh Allen? I'll tell you what one gigantic difference is. Goff has a roof over his head and two of plays in Miami. I think that one of the big problems is this weather. Last night, what, what was Josh Allen? There's no way you're going to have a 400-yard passing game in that weather. Why are they building a new stadium without a dome? That's a big problem it's for Josh. It's because of fans like y'all. But Maggie, you said it. football weather, air quotes, and want this like beautiful TV product of being in the snow. And that's fine, except you got to build a team that actually plays like that. And then instead, they built a team for speed. How many <laughs> touchdowns like, okay. would Josh Allen have in a dome right now? And well, if you put Josh Allen on the Lions, he would be sorry, killing it. It just came, it just started. It's system, dude. I, I know it's Buffalo. I know you know the cold weather and everything, but it is November fourteenth. Yeah, it's still November. It's, we're not talking about December football. They played plenty of beautiful weather games in Orchard Park. Like weather hasn't been a problem at all this season. No, not last this night season. it seemed like it was. There was wind. I mean, Joe Buck was talking about that's the only thing that matters on for a quarterback. One, one on the one end of the field, which is where Will Lutz missed the forty-one right. yarder, and it actually would have been the weather saving Buffalo's behind. And instead, the Bills had twelve men on the field. He got to kick it from the thirty-six, and of course, he drilled it. You guys don't think Josh Allen would just destroy the world in Miami if he was on that team with that coach and that wide receiving core? It'd be unbelievable. Yeah, I'm assuming. So. I mean, listen, he might still turn the ball over, right. but it wouldn't feel like at times it's such a struggle. But, like, at the same time, like, it would be, I'd almost feel differently if we're talking about a Bills team that didn't have talent. If you told me, okay, yes, the Miami weather, the conditions help, but it's not like Josh Allen's playing with a bunch of stiffs. It's not like he's playing Ooh. with the guys on the Broncos or the guys on some of these other bad teams. Stephon Diggs, who was on my fantasy team, is <laughs> one of the best receivers in the NFL, obviously. Yeah. Uh, the kid, the, the rookie, Kincaid, Clearly, he's a really good young player. They can run the ball when they actually try to run the ball. He's got a defense that's hurt but still keeps playing good football. This is not a team that's barren of talent. I don't look at but them and say, oh. it's not like the Dolphins, though. I think the Dolphins' well, blow, no skill like position the Dolphins. blows them away. Right, but that's I, I think the Lions have much better skill position talent because do I do skill? think it's a bit of a cliff after Diggs, and the opponents know that. You see them focus on Diggs so much. Gabe Davis is not a number two. He had the big game in Arrowhead. Uh, the game that everyone in the world watched with the four touchdowns, and he has not done anything since. And they gave Dawson Knox $30 million. He's sitting on the sidelines. He's hurt. Let's go to the phones. 855-212-4CBS. Gabe is in California, thinks we're making excuses for the Bills. Hey, Gabe, how are you? Hey, good morning, guys. What's up? Overall, I just want to say, it's, been, it's not just last night. Josh Allen has been 
extremely over, underwhelming all season. You know, making poor decisions. And it, it, right in the start of the you know this segment, I felt like you guys were diminishing the win from the Broncos. I mean, I I feel like it's in part the Broncos actually have something going on right now. I'm not even a Broncos fan. Right. I'm a Niners fan, but uh, they're, they're coming off of a, a now is a three uh, their third win in a row and back to back wins against what many consider the best teams in the NFL. I mean, you got to recognize that too. I think so. Uh, Gabe. The Bills are are, are at, looking just mediocre, and it's been yeah. consistent all season. Maybe we should stop talking about them as if they're actually going to do something this year. But Mahomes okay, was sick, dude. I mean, did anybody <laughs> take that win seriously? I'm sorry. I, I feel like that win has been diminished by everybody. And listen, Gabe, don't worry. Hope's gone. Yeah. Like, we're not talking about the Bills like this anymore. They're 5-5. Five and five. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Like, I, 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 I don't think anyone's now putting them in that conversation. Um, as far as the Broncos giving them their flowers, listen, you win three straight. In the NFL, no one cares how you get it done. You do get it done. Everybody cares how you get it done. They beat a terrible Green Bay team. They beat a, a sick Patrick Mahomes. And then they have four turnovers against the Bills. So the question is, moving forward, is this, like, what is the quality of the team? I think that does matter how you win. Well, you, I mean, maybe this is the, yeah, the turning point where they actually get some things going. Um, can we hear from Russell Wilson, please, Manny, on the culture change that is happening in Denver? Yeah, I mean, I think Coach Payton has done a great job of, you know, changing this culture and really impacting us as, you know, as players. Uh, the whole coaching staff has been amazing. Um, you know, we're in this thing together. You know, we're battling together. We're fighting together. And, uh, you know, we're, we, uh, we believe in us. You know, and I know Broncos country believes in us too. Kind of surprised they didn't do a let's ride at the end. He's kind of gone away from that. Yeah, like, even in the interview last night uh, after the game with Lisa Salters, I was waiting for it, <laughs> and he just walked off. I think Broncos he, country? Let's rock. I think maybe he's moved on. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a punchline. It became a punchline. Yeah. It's a weird team. They're bottom 10 in offense, and they're the worst in defense still, mostly because of that 70-point game. They're, I think they're 32nd-ranked defense. It does feel like these are quite narrow wins. Can they keep this up? I think they need to be better. <laughs> to, to, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, okay. Even last night, did, did you get the feeling the Bills were desperately trying to keep the Broncos in that game? I mean, yes. it was bizarre to the point where I kept texting you and be like, there's just no way this bad luck can continue. I guess it's not luck. I guess the Bills really do this to themselves. No, they do this, and they lose one-score games, and they mm. let teams hang around. But I guess to Gabe's credit, maybe we're not giving enough to Denver. I mean, the fact that they didn't completely fracture after getting 70 hung on you and – the fact that yeah. they have kind of turned this around where they are a fringe playoff team deserves uh, deserves some credit. Can we hear Sean McDermott talking about the 12 men on the field play that gave Denver a second shot at a game-winning field goal? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we practiced two or three times that this week, the substitution from, from dime to field goal block. Uh, and at the end of the day, uh, we didn't execute it. So it's inexcusable. I mean, what do you even say? It's a professional football team making ridiculously dumb mistakes. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Uh, if you want to watch the show, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Drew Walsh is in the chat. Josh Allen has elite talent, but his play is not elite. That actually makes w weird sense. It, I'm like... Yeah, kind of. That's what I've been trying to say for the last but, two hours. But he is elite, right? Right. Like, no, I don't think that. I don't think that makes you elite. If you don't play elite, 
then that doesn't make you elite. There are plenty of guys that have elite traits. Okay, that but make here's them the thing. Quarterbacks. If you think about the guys, the quarterbacks in the league who are untradeable, like the team would hang up the phone if you called and asked to trade for their quarterback. And Josh Allen is 100% on the, I'm hanging up on you. Yeah. How dare you call me to even suggest a trade? How many first round picks would it take, Maggie? There's not enough in the world, Manny. Yeah. I mean, not a decade. Like, there's, they wandered the desert for 20 years with Trent Edwards and Ryan Fitzpatrick and PJ Law, JP Lossman, EJ Manuel. They, they screwed that up. EJ <laughs> might have actually had a good career, but they messed that up and the team was bad. I mean, just guy after guy, and they finally have the dude. They're, they're not giving him up for anything. Yeah, I think Nathan the problem Peterman. is the scheme, what? the coach. Nathan Peterman. Thank you. It's got to be the scheme to to a large extent, and I think I understand what you're saying, EJ. He's definitely not playing elite football this year, but sure seems like I hear Maggie complaining about Ken Dorsey about seven days a week. So I'm assuming <laughs> that you got to look to the coaching here in a large part. And I think the coaching said, staff has hit the ceiling. Detroit has done an amazing job schematically. Miami does a great job. I don't see any of that cleverness with Buffalo's offense. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, we do have to get to Jim Harbaugh. The the sound coming out of yesterday, Harbaugh's first press conference since the suspension was handed down from the Big Ten, um, it's gold. Like, I don't know how else to frame it. What is he talking about up there? <laughs> we have the very best of Jim Harbaugh. That comes your way next. Don't move. Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. If you're a fan of Awkward, as we are here on the Maggie and Pearl off show, this entire college football season is headed towards an incredible awkward conclusion. But Jim Harbaugh is the captain because oh, yes. he has made <laughs> everybody uncomfortable. I love it. I say burn it all down, Michigan. Bring... Every other program down with you. I can't wait. And it seems like Jim Harbaugh has gotten a great start on that uh, mission. <laughs> yes, well, I don't know if he did himself any favors yesterday. Did you guys oh, see our yeah. pal Zach Gelb was tweeting that a fr- a free uh, Jim Harbaugh champ broke out of Madison Square Garden last night? I is did that, see that, yeah. Is that actually true? Yep. I wasn't sure if he was just messing around. But I can't tell if Jim Harbaugh, in an odd way, is like gaining followers off of this or gaining oh, yeah. acolytes or turning people's heads to follow him because you can't make this up. This is so bizarre. He's got this cult of personality thing already kind of going on in this weird way. I don't find him particularly charismatic, but his press conference yesterday was an all-timer. So You don't find him interesting? I've always found him interesting, not necessarily in a good way, but he's definitely his own person. He's, there's no other Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like, you can't look away. I mean, the I, again, I don't know if it's charisma, to- but... The, everyone was making. He's worn pleated slacks for thirty years. He's an oddball, and he's a very successful coach. So the combination kind of works. But I think it's also him sort of thumbing his nose at authority here. People like that, okay. right? Well, people do love that. Uh, you know, take on the man and fight the power. Yeah. Now, the problem is, is that Michigan is the establishment. Like they are representative of the big powerhouses in college football. So it's a little odd for to turn them into the rebel starship or whatever. But so Harbaugh, just get you caught up on, to speed here. Harbaugh has been suspended for the last three games of the season. He wasn't on the sideline for Penn State. There's a hearing that's going to happen on Friday uh, in front of a judge, Perloff, because Michigan's trying to get a temporary restraining order to lift this suspension, saying that the Big Ten 
didn't go through due process and has not wait for waited for this investigation to all play out. And Harbaugh is going to be at that hearing on Friday. So this was the first time he's spoken publicly since the suspension. And it's a doozy. So first off, Harbaugh says that Michigan is America's team now. It's got to be America's team. It's got to be America's team. America, America loves a team that that uh, you know beats the odds, beats the adversity, you know, overcomes what the naysayers and you know critics, so-called experts think. Um, that's my favorite kind of team. Oh, I, you cheated! <laughs> like, what are you talking about? By the way, Michigan was a four and a half point favorite against Penn State. Exactly. <laughs> and also, y- you are the one who did something against the rules. Yes, America loves an underdog story, especially when, when we feel like somebody's been wronged. Well, Has I do Michigan think, really been wronged uh, here? Absolutely. Because this minor infraction has become this gigantic scandal that is, I think a lot of people think it's ridiculous that it's become the biggest cheating scandal in a sport that's been cheating off the hook for 100 years. Sending a scout from some antiquated rule, that is not a big deal, and it's become a big deal. So that's what Harbaugh is getting at. Well, I mean, it, this scheme lasted for years, years. The, they have the yeah. receipts of Connor Stallions crisscrossing the country to go to every single game, whether Michigan may be playing them or not but in the future. People are treating it like Watergate. It's a relatively, it should have been maybe, okay, we'll take away two scholarships and fine you $100,000. It should not be this all-consuming flame of a scandal that it has become. Okay, so let's hear some more of Jim Harbaugh. This is, um, oh man, what do you even do here? This is how (laughs) he started talking about why he's going to this hearing on Friday and why he wants to talk to the judge because he wants due process. This is something he learned from his kid. Not looking for special treatment, not looking for a popularity contest, just looking for the merit of uh, what the case is. You know, a senior in high school had a civics class and talked about government, justice, and... What I took away from that class was that you're innocent until proven guilty. That was 40 years ago, but. (laughs) I mean, really? This is, I, what? I don't understand. Like, of course we know that innocent until proven guilty, but clearly they thought they had enough evidence to to punish you. He's also in football trouble. That applies to real legal trouble. Like actual life football trouble. That being said, this judge is definitely going to overturn this because they clearly did not do due process. I mean, whatever. The judge will probably grant him to get back. Aren't you guys expecting that? How many times have guys been suspended pending an investigation in college football? All the time. All the time. This idea that this is this new thing is completely ridiculous. And really, coaches have been suspended pending investigation this quickly Absolutely. i feel like it usually takes seven years for the ncaa <laughs> to do anything well that's kind of true Let's like at two weeks they got to wrap it all up and figure out what happened there I, are teams who literally suspend their own coaches while an investigation is happening um <laughs> by the way one of those teams was michigan right it was just they right. self-imposed a yeah. suspension on jim harbaugh the first three games of the season that they are no strangers two, to that this. took two years to work out not two weeks um let's hear more jim harbaugh Says he doesn't have a lot of experience in court, but there is one court TV show that he likes. That's not my dance floor, you know. I'm not the, uh, I'm not an attorney. Always wanted to be, you know. Watched a lot of shows. Watched Judge Judy, you know, a lot. But uh, always kind of felt like it'd be 
cool to get up there and thunder away at a jury like Tom Cruise and uh, a few good men, uh, or be a judge like Judge Judy, but alas, I did not go to law school. <laughs> judge Judy. I thought these coaches have no time, you know? I thought these coaches can't have a second. Yeah. They can't spend any time with their families. This is America's team, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's America's team. Play the slave. How can you want to defend him? Well, I, because, because first of all, as much as a problem with a coach, I can't stand the powers of being college football. And I think I'm actually in the majority. Area. And also, there's no way the Big Ten knows what they're talking about. Have they ever known what they're talking about in any possible way? You don't think that Jim Harbaugh represents the establishment? Right. This no, is, Jim Harbaugh definitely does not represent the establishment. He is... He's coaching at Michigan. It's right. like the premier he's college such, football program in the a, country. He's been in a Super Bowl. His brother's an NFL yeah. head coach. We all know who his dad... I mean, like... He played in the NFL for all these years. I, yeah. He's, he's always been part of the establishment. No, I think he's... I think he presents himself as an anti-establishment guy, and now he's sort of running with this. Because definitely in this case... Harbaugh's not the establishment. The Big Ten and the NCAA are the establishment. His anti-establishment is that he breaks their rules. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, on purpose. He cheated. Right. And now but got wait, caught. Do you, guys, do you guys really think the Big Ten did a good job here? Listen, I can. we can quabble about the type of suspension, but the idea that a penalty came down... No, I'm not shocked by that at all. Right. And it does not make him in any way the victim. You can't say, be the you victim when you started the whole thing. They say, are you shocked? I said, do you think they did a good job? And quabble? Is that what you said? Quibble? What a, yeah, squabble? Think, quibble? Squ- did I, I, think, did I put squabble and quibble together? Yeah, which is actually it's awesome. okay. You're drunk. Very good. <laughs> I've been drinking Jack Daniels all morning um, to try to get over the tumbler. bills. I bet you Harbaugh wins this case because I think the Big Ten rushed to conclusions here. Because they, there's no way they could gather all these facts. Because in part, because Connor Stallions was such a maniac that who knows what he actually Wait, but did. What did they rush to? Because we know he was at these games. Yes, we know he was yes. recording. Yeah, right. So they're not fighting you're that. against the rules. Right. I mean, that, they broke the rules. Yeah. That is not. They have jumped in, to no conclusions on that. The Maybe. only thing they. Maybe but they don't the really know too. what happened. They don't. They don't. They, at the end of the day, they're like they're probably no, no, not we quite know sure exactly what happened. Yeah, we, not really. We have the receipts what you, I, what, about him going. But you don't into know these how games. how deep it went. You don't know what other teams are doing. No, you don't no, know how he, common this is. But like, did he, he go? Did he go to another school and scout? Yes. Okay, so, so and, and then, he did. Okay. So what? Like, all right. Take away a scholarship and what's the fine? Seventy five thousand. Why are we punishing a kid? Why are we taking a scholarship away? Why can't? Why are we? Is that how, how is college? That, how is that better than this? No, that's a, that's a dumb. That's a dumb penalty that they stopped doing as much as possible because they realized what they were hurting was the crappiest kid who would, right. who doesn't get a scholarship now. Why is he paying the price for other people? We wasn't even on a campus for for the problems. This. So you guys think this is like a gigantic transgression against the sport? I think it's punishable. Yes. Yeah, we, no one said death penalty. No one said taking away wins. No yeah. one said taking him out of the mm-hmm. college football playoff or the Big Ten championship. Nothing like that. It's just at some point, the yeah. buck stops with who? The head coach. Let's well, hear we'll more see. from He's Harbaugh. coming back on Friday, guys, and you guys are going to have to live with that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be okay. <laughs> let's, let's hear more from Harbaugh. So how has he been spending his time you know, trying to keep his mind, I guess, Fresh. off of <laughs> all the... <laughs> Sort of walls closing in at Michigan. Um, he's spending time with his chickens. Yeah, I play with them too. I let them out in the yard, and we run around, and they're happy to see me. They're happy to see me. There's, there's times when I'm doing good things for other people, and they don't. They're not as happy to see me as my chickens are. So. Uh, it's good. It's good for my mental health as well. Jim Harbaugh, purple drinker. I mean, the idea that you, this is delusion. If you think that your chickens, I mean, there's 
isn't there a reason why you called someone a bird brain? Like, do you really think your chickens recognize you and see who you are? You're just the person who feeds them. Why does he have chickens? Well, here's the thing. He had a change of heart about chicken. He explained what it was. The respect that I have for chickens. I know there was there was a time when I said that chicken is a nervous bird and I don't eat chicken. I don't eat meat, you know, but uh, but I was dead wrong. I, I stand corrected. Uh, these chickens are low maintenance and high production. Keep in mind, this is the first press conference he's had since he was suspended, and this is what we're talking about. Well, I mean, the it, chickens. Was, it was pretty famous his line about the nervous chickens. I feel like that was the pleated khakis and that he doesn't <laughs> yeah. need chicken were the two things that everyone knew about Jim Harbaugh more, and that he developed quarterback well. Those are the three things. Uh, he also is dealing with a little bit of a virus, so forgive him. He's a little bit raspy because he's dealing with something. Here's what it sounded like. I don't know what I have. Some kind of some kind of virus or something. Uh, trainer told me, but I'm not sick. Feel great. Got a tremendous workout in today. Thank you, Coach uh, Sean Lockwood, for that. I'm uh, the iron wall that viruses bash against and and shatter. Uh, but yeah, something's going on there. Is uh, being an out. ass a virus? Yeah. <laughs> working on the system. Do some more push-ups. Eat an apple. Sounds like he went on a darkness retreat. <laughs> I mean, the Bills' loss is more enjoyable than this. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Please say it ain't so. Oh, uh, you guys are just you're at you're going to make Harbaugh even more sympathetic. Oh my gosh, people are going to be like, oh, the media hates Harbaugh now. Let's he's going to be he's probably going to be president when this is Wait, all said. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> now that might happen, but the bar is kind of low. But here's the thing: he said this. How is it the media's fault? He uh, said this ridiculous stuff. We're playing it for people. Yeah. He said this at a press conference. It's not off the record. This is not in his office in a closed door meeting. Yeah, people no love all this. People love everything he's saying there. Is are you kidding what? me? Everyone's he's, eating it up. He sounds like a crazy person. Nobody loves unless you're in uh, Ann Arbor that you're that they're America's team. Give me a <laughs> that break. part. Well, that I was, mean, that was extremely that part, But everybody loves the chicken stuff. Everyone loves that he was at Judge Judy. <laughs> Do you ever see the picture of him sitting there at Judge Judy? It's, it's amazing. Look, like I, people like these quirky coaches. Look, I mean, why I, I, not? I, they're look, entertaining. Shout out to Chris Weber. Shout out to Jalen Rose. Shout out to Jawan Howard. I apologize <laughs> for what. Jim Harbaugh is doing to all the work you did to make Michigan cool. Completely <laughs> ruined that, and the work you guys did 30 years ago. We love you, but sorry, it's been washed away thanks to this clown. It's not how. It's not, totally not the worst thing that happened to Michigan in the last five years is they lost to TCU because they didn't have the fake signs. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> because TCU uh, all this running the fake signs. And honestly, they lost. Harbaugh is eating this up. I'll bet you he recruits even better off this stuff. That's great, but the reason why he's in this predicament is because everybody else hates him. <laughs> well, this is why. Because they, I, well, you know what? Maybe we're all doing it, but this guy is you pissing guys us him. off, so we're going to yeah, go. Yeah, the coaches you yeah. talk about. The other coaches, athletic directors, not the media. The, the media has no beef with Harbaugh. This is just funny. Like, the, the beef is coming from the other coaches yeah. who want to see his you-know-what nailed oh, yeah. to the wall. And if this turns him into a sympathetic figure... I, it's not sympathetic. I don't it's more, understand it. It's more us against, it's sort of uh, going against authority. I think people do really respond to that. In he a huge is the way. authority. He's definitely, and not in this case, because he's getting penalized by the bigger body. I guess, but he's a head football coach at, at the winningest 
football institution in our land. Yeah, Michigan is the Big Ten. Well, this idea they that, are. oh, like Michigan. Well, obviously not because they <laughs> the Big no, Ten just like, had to no, come no, out and like suspend like Everything goes through Michigan and Ohio State in that conference. And I think it speaks to how egregious this is that they're willing to take this leap against Jim Harbaugh and Michigan. Like, it's Michigan and Ohio State in the Big Ten. That's yeah. it. That's all that matters. I think they are the most two most powerful uh, entities in the Big Ten, no doubt. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. See you guys on the phones. We're going to get to you in a second. Andrew Bogus is here with some headlines. The Broncos now 4-2 and two since that 70-20 beating from the Dolphins. It's three straight wins after last night's 24-22 gift from the Bills. Russell Wilson driving 57 yards in 10 plays and 155 for Will Lutz's game-winning 36-yard field goal. We're in this thing together. You know, we're battling together. We're fighting together. And, uh, you know, we're, we, uh, we believe in us. You know, and I know Broncos country believes in us, too. He might be slower, but he's still cheesy. Uh, that last drive wasn't very simple. Denver was about to face 4th and 10 from the Bills' 45, but the Bills were called for pass interference and an underthrown ball. Then a 12-men-on-the-field call negated Lutz, missing from 41. He was good on his second try from five yards closer. Those two flags following four turnovers from Sean McDermott's operation. No, it wasn't good enough. You can't turn the ball over, period, let alone four times. His team has now lost four of six, and it's been six games since they scored more than 25 points. Josh Allen responsible for three of the four giveaways on Monday Night Football. Deshaun Watson needed an MRI in his left ankle after Sunday's win in Baltimore. No results, no prognosis yet. Arthur Smith would not name Taylor Heineke or Desmond Ritter, the Falcons starting QB, heading into their bye. And Matt Eberflus says Justin Fields still doesn't have full clearance for a return from his oh thumb gosh, injury. we're going to do this again? Yes, we the are. the clearance and the not clearance? Mm-hmm. I can't do this for another week. He's doubtful, but also out and also probable all <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> That's about right. That's Gian- the Eberflus right there. Giannis with 35-11. and 11. The Bucks beat the Bulls 118-109. De'Aaron Fox had 28 and the Kings 132-120 home win over the Cavs. Jason Tatum scored 17 of his 35 in the fourth to lead the Celtics past the Knicks, 114-98. And the Raptors beat the Wizards, 111-107, after trailing by 23 in the third. The Pelicans were off yesterday, licking the wounds of a five-game losing streak. There's a new offense this season in New Orleans. It's based on pace and three-point shooting. They are playing faster, but not hitting those threes, not scoring in general. And Zion, not sure how to live, apparently, in this new system. Like I said last year, you know, we had a team meeting. And it was brought up some things that I could do better, especially, like, with buying into the program. And right now, it's tough right now. But, like I said, right now, I'm taking a little back seat right now. And I'm, uh, I'm trusting the process. I'm trying my best to buy it right now. I Wait only hear the heavy breathing. Yeah. Wait a minute. Is he doing the interview on a bike? This was after the game on Sunday night, but I'm assuming he had time to rest before he met with reporters. Yeah, don't sound like it. Yeah. Wait, he wasn't on a treadmill doing this interview I at the same time? He like was should have been sitting at a table. Flushing out the legs or whatever. Juggling <laughs> CJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram. That sounded like the meat sweats. I maybe just got a <laughs> chicken parm th- 30 seconds before. <laughs> Wow. He actually um, looked really calm, which is weird because was he was breathing hear, really hard. It was like uncomfortable to hear. Like, yeah, this like makes me want to catch my breath hearing him. 
But I, it's, but is he? Let me ask you a question, and this is mostly toward DJ. Is he and and Manny, who's also a Knicks fan, is he broken down and overweight enough to join the Knicks and ruin that <laughs> franchise yet, or do they have to wait? Do they have to marinate a couple years before he's more injured? I think you need a couple knee injuries. Look, I would also, take, I would take Zion Williamson in a heartbeat. And we I think, know. I think and I, no, but I think that like a lot of these issues in New Orleans stem from management. I think that he's a young kid. Of course, he deserves some of it. But they treated that place like a summer camp the first two years he was there. And then they tried to get serious and they set a standard that is a loser mentality. And look, the one thing you can say about Tom Thibodeau, one thing you can say about the Knicks is they practice hard. They're a tough team. I think him coming to New York would actually be the best thing to happen. To but him. How, does LeBron, how does LeBron spend a million dollars in his body in the offseason and guys like Zion do not. I don't understand. That's, that can't be the coaching staff. That's personal responsibility. Well, no? I don't know if LeBron was spending a million dollars on his year on his body when he was 23 years old. Yeah, I exactly. think that's happened that's in his point. 30s. But, I mean, the point's there, which is, listen, does the guy have asthma? Like, I feel bad if we're going to be making fun of him about breathing heavy if he actually has some kind of medical condition. Like, no, not that we know of. I okay. think, I, I, to me, I thought it may have been after a shoot-around or a practice, so maybe... That's he just came off of you know right. working out, and that's when they were, he was talking. He was still a little tired, um, but I, I mean I don't know. I, like he gets a lot of blame for a lot of this stuff, and I get it. He's young. He's not. He's been immature. He's been too injured. Yep. But that organization, David Griffin's been given a lot of passes for a lot of mistakes. They mm. haven't been able to find a point guard. Again, the coaches' situation's been a mess. They had Stan Van Gundy. He was fired after a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let guys. Well, the walk. Willie Green people like, and then they did fire. Uh, an assistant coach that he loved. Was it Cheryl Swoops? Yeah, no, Teresa yeah, Witherspoon. Uh, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, right. Reese Witherspoon. Uh, uh, Teresa Witherspoon. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon is next. Yeah, so they're going to hire her. New York Liberty legend. Yeah. Um, like, so, like, it just see, it, it's been kind of a circus over there, and I don't know how it's supposed to help a young developing player. Well, but at the same time, you know, we talk about this with Josh Allen, for example, right? If you're elite, you make up for some of the, right. you know, the pitfalls of an organization. And... You know, if you're going to criticize Josh Allen for not being able to overcome some questionable play calling or turnovers or whatever, I know he's further along in his career, but Zion would probably get the same kind of slings and arrows, right? Like, if you're the elite guy and he's being paid like it, don't you put the organization on your back? Especially in the NBA, you're only going as far as your best player. Yeah, but it just feels like he hasn't been got given any help from that organization. I don't know. What, Sounds what, like Anthony he's, Davis. He's never on the court. What? What? What does any of this matter? The guys, how many games has he played the last three years? And yeah. him, him and Ingram are never on the court together. How right. many games have they played together? You know, speaking like six, of which, seven, eight. This is really. I'm glad we had the Zion conversation because you're reminding me that we have to put the breakfast order in now because I have That's to start eating my feelings <laughs> about what happened with the Bills and I need carbs. I'm going to need mass amounts of cream cheese. Bills make you hungry. Well, the, no, the losing uh. makes me want to bury my head in a pumpernickel bagel. I don't know something. <laughs> <laughs> yogurt well, we parfait that. and yes and I, a bloody mary <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm out of your way okay, please okay. Eat, order away you're anyone who wants put the breakfast order in i'm buying not pete everyone's in i could get impregnated by a raising canes lunch order <laughs> manny <laughs> I'm going to need the logistics on that one. I'm going to have to ask Pete. It's just right here in the system for me. You know what? The way my day's going, I wouldn't rule that out. Coming up. Well, this is actually perfect because Dion was the inspiration for that quote. We have Dion's next next move, his next job. We're going to do that for you next. Don't move. Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. 
Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Just playing some highlights of the Jim Harbaugh press conference from yesterday. Apparently, according to Jeff Howell in the chat, Perloff, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio, chickens do recognize their owners. Oh, yeah. But my they... turtle is the dumbest animal in the world. He knows my voice oh, wow. from a mile away. But doesn't he just know you're coming to give him the lettuce that he wants? Yeah, but that's what chickens want. Uh, my sister has chickens up in Framingham, Massachusetts. They're, they're real pets. Then, they, then she has to break their neck and kill them. Oh, my gosh. It's that's crazy. Awful. You know, if you own what? chickens, you have to be able to... That's the only way, really, to kill them is to break their neck. Why does she have to do it? Just I don't remember why. Because I don't know if she eats them or what, what the deal is. But they, they have eggs. It's awesome. She has a huge chicken coop. Wait, this is your sister? My sister, yeah. She's a big animal lover. And she has four chickens. It doesn't chickens. sound like it. I think we learn, we're learning a lot about the Parloffs right now. Also, uh, if she's such a big animal lover, why is she killing it? Why don't she just keep them as pets forever? That's not what you do with chicken. Oh, also, because chickens get sick. You have to be really careful. The second a chicken coughs, you got to break its neck. Bird flu? Uh, Chickens have lots of diseases. Not just a bird. No, it's not an avian bird flu. So I could ask my sister, but she kills them all the time. That's what people people on farms (laughs) kill animals. That doesn't mean they don't love them. But you're not snuggling with a chicken. Uh, Yeah, but... It's not like a dog. Do you know anything about farm life? Come on. I'm from I'm from a more rural place than you. We grew not really because my sister. So we grew up with a family farm in upstate New York that we was like a yeah. My grandparents and my sister loved it. She did everything. She had a goat. She did the whole nine years. I was the opposite. I almost drove a tractor off a ravine when I was five years <laughs> wow. five years old. So I had nothing to do with. it. I'm afraid of animals, but she's the opposite. Yeah, I think you can love a chicken and kill them too. That doesn't Kind of like you and the Buffalo Bills. (laughs) I I love them, and sometimes I want to murder them. Uh, Let's go to the phones, 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Sean's in Oregon. Good morning, Sean. How you been? Good. Uh, Thanks for taking my call, you guys. Good to hear from you. you. I'm I'm, I'm listening to Jim Harbaugh there. It sounds like he's been living under a rock like most coaches. Mm. Has no clue of what America thinks. And to think that he thinks that's America's team, like he's way off base and uh, the chickens don't love him. I mean, I could walk over to my neighbor's chickens. They all gravitate towards me because they, they think they're getting fed. Right. 
And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the uh, well, Harbaugh yeah, is America's America. thing. Michigan's America's team is a little tough to take. It is. I, you know, when I think of America's team, I'm thinking more like Alabama. I think Alabama kind of represents America's team. Kind of like you the know, Cowboys. Ohio State represents that first. Yeah. You know, USC would represent that first. Well, you know, here's the, the thing, Sean. Longhorns. Michigan could be America's team, like in a different time. I don't think they. I don't think ever anyone thinks that, but. You know, it's, you're not America's team because you're going through this kind of adversity that you brought on yourself by breaking the rules. And Sean, thanks so much for the call. Good to talk to you. It's You're not being persecuted here. You cheated, you got caught. Stewart is in North Carolina. Good morning, Stewart. Hi, good show. Andrew, I think you're missing the whole point on this, and I'm going to give you two things that I heard from various football people on various talk shows. And number one, the reason the guy was buying the tickets Facing the bench was that's the only place you get the pre-snap movement at the same time as the play calls Mm -hmm. on the big cardboard cutouts or the hand signals. You don't get that on TV. You don't get that on the tapes they trade. You get that right there. That's why he wasn't sitting in the end zone or behind the team. He was facing the team. The other thing I heard from a football person as well, he was asked a question. He said, well, Aiden Hutchinson was nearly unblockable anyway, so what's the big deal? And you know what the person replied? Yeah, do you know how unblockable he is when he knows it's a pass play? So I think you're missing the whole point. I don't think it's by accident that Michigan went from good to elite when this started. Thank you very much. Stuart, thank you for the phone call. I think it's I think it's maybe one part of it, but I'll let Perloff respond to that. Well, what if they beat Ohio State? Does that sort of kill that? narrative well i think that the recruiting has helped obviously nil has helped everybody i think especially the bigger programs. so it's like a confluence of things but i always go back to the point that if this wasn't giving them any advantage why would did they continue to do it over multiple years yes it's a minor cheating thing it's similar to deflate gate or spygate to me it's basically very similar to spygate it's almost the same exact thing and Spygate, they got punished. Yeah, but who cares? Everyone knows it wasn't a huge deal. They just put the camera in the wrong place in the stadium. Well, but again... I'm sorry. The, people the, do think that was a big deal. Yeah, people... people the coaches idiot. got upset. They got upset, but it was such a... My, in my mind, as a fan, that was such a minor thing. People yeah, but, hate the Patriots in part because, because of, of that. They call Belichick a cheater. Right. But this isn't really about the fans as much as it was about the coaches putting pressure on the commissioner of the Big Ten to do something. Yeah, the fans might not care, but the coaches cared. It was internal pressure. I think years from now, people are going to look back and say, well, we made way too big a deal of this in-person scouting thing. Coming up, why am I sad today? I'll let you know. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.